Hi, everyone. It's Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. It is Saturday, November 14, 2020, here with your live show. Of course, it's my favorite day of the week during my favorite time of the year. It is college football Saturday. Throw in the Masters Golf Tournament. Those of you that are in our Facebook group, you know my pick was Patrick Reed to win this. Not, golf, not the easiest thing to pick a winner when you only get one. I took Patrick Reed. He is one stroke back heading into the third round. There's a pack of guys at nine. He's at eight. I just figured he's from Georgia. He's won the Masters. He's probably played in these conditions in Georgia before. Why not? Why not? <laughs> it's 26 to 1. You guys know that's right in my wheelhouse. But, uh, of course, we've got uh, Brian Bittler, Rod Zawacki, Chris Ruffalo, and Ron Romanelli with us today. Uh, Ann doesn't do Saturdays. She only does the other uh, six days a week. So, uh, or in half times and whatever. I don't know. We're still, we're always figuring it out, but uh, I don't think we'll ever quite figure it out. But one thing we have figured out is how to get on winners in sports. We are 11 days away from the start of college basketball. Going to have college football, NFL football, and college basketball all going on at the same time. We're talking 200 game Saturdays coming up. I love that stuff, right? I love college basketball because it's two hour games, right? The games are even scheduled on TV. For two hours apart, you know, Brian, you with us? Yeah, like you're sleeping there. You. Um, you look like Chris is looking at. I don't know. He's painting his toenails or something. But uh, it's college football Saturday, guys. Got to look alive, man. <laughs> look alive. Look into the camera. My computer's got me mad this morning. I, I, I'll tell you one thing, man. I, I'm going to let everyone in on a little secret. Those of you that have uh, joined us already, I know that you know people join in as the show's going on. But I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. I got some big-ass bets out there today. I really like today's card. And I'm not saying that to sell my picks or anything like that. It's like I have some big bets out there. Not all of my premium picks, but I have big bets. I have bets, of course, on all my premium picks. But it's like I have some larger than usual bets on some of these games out there today. I just think that um, it's been it's been a little um, chalky, publicy. I think even last night was. And that usually means the machete is coming, right? And it's like, if you can pick your spots on a day like that, very hard to like, you know, if you give out nine picks, like I have to, I'm not going to sweep the card. That's not going to happen. But it's like, if I can really, if I can really get in on those ones where there's some super value, and you guys know, I like to move the line, you know, to adjust the lines that I'm betting them at to get even more in. I don't do the, you know, I don't move it down to minus two and a half to get, you know, minus 305 odds or something. I'm going the other direction, right? I'm laying, when it's a field goal game, I'm laying a touchdown to get plus 165, right? I do, I do it the other way. And, um, but uh, Brian, I know you're ready for a big bounce back week. It's, I, I know when the public is running, how it's been running, a little chalky, a little favory, you know. I thought Cincinnati was a little bit classless last night with their fourth down going forward with seven minutes to go. You never, you never know. In, in college football is a little different. You never really know the backstory on something like that. There could absolutely be a backstory, something that was discussed between the players, something that was said some kind of locker room material, something that the coach said about the team, about them. Oh, we're going to come in there. And, you know, We're going to show that they're phonies and all that stuff. It happens all the time in college football. And I'll tell you what, that's what makes college football the great sport that it is. Nothing classless about it. I say 
Oh, you you want to? I say you don't like them scoring long touchdowns on you, seventy-five yard touchdowns on you, and blo- and faking punts at the end of the game, and freaking stop them. And you know, I saw this. So, you know, I, I I grew up in Miami, and I know you know Romanelli's a Gator, but it's like it's okay we let him on the show anyway. But it's you know the Miami Florida games are traditionally like that. Steve Spurrier was going for the record, right? He was going for the record and for the Heisman, and. And they, they, Miami had the ball. So what the Gators did on defense is when Miami hiked the ball, all the Gators laid down on the ground on their backs and let Miami score a touchdown. It wasn't like they just didn't try and tackle them or anything like that. They actually laid down on their backs. It's called the Gator flop. And so when you do things like that, and then Spurrier got the ball back, was able to throw the garbage touchdown up by a million, right? to break the record, and he won the Heisman that year. And it, it, these are things that happen. So Miami, you know, throughout time has, has been paying Florida back for that. You know, that, the Howard Schnellenberger game that I talk about all the time when they're up 28-3 to with three seconds left, call timeout and kick the field goal to make it 31-3. Miami also blocked a punt against Notre Dame with a minute 48 left to go in the game and ran in for a touchdown. The Notre Dame players were were crying on the sideline, and Jerry Faust was fired after the game is what they did. And they accused Miami of running up the score. But when you see Notre Dame and, and Oklahoma and all these other things, oh, they pass, well, you know what they call it now? Passing the eye test. When Alabama beats a team by 70, right, they're passing the eye test, you know. But when Cincinnati does it, oh, because they're wearing black uniforms, oh, they're bad, I, I don't see it, Brian. I have to strongly right. disagree. And I say, you want you you don't How like them do doing that it? to you? Then you go out there and you stop them. But then they let them go right up the field on them after they – if they were – Yeah, so they could score they another touchdown because so they wanted to get the senior in there who has been with the team. He's had injury problems. He hasn't been on the field a lot. And they wanted him to get a touchdown. And he did. He got a 75-yard. He busted it wide open. I think 90% of the time you don't see something like that. I don't know. Not uh, in your own 20, 27 or wherever they were. Uh, it's a bad game. One and two. Shit. Crappy night. Three and oh for me. Move what on. do you got, Brian, for sale? Uh, uh, guaranteed to have a rock solid day today because, you know, this, this week's been bad. Five, all five, 50 bucks. I got my blank check play coming on early blank in the check. day. Love it. And I added a play. I actually have six for those that are long-term subscribers. I couldn't help myself. There's one game in just jumped off to me. I'm going to give it out free on here, I think, though, too. Nice. We love free. Anyways, got Rod Zawacki with us. Rod, uh, don't adjust your sets, folks. Rod's... Oh, no, wait. He just came in clear all of a sudden. I don't know what's up with that. It was like you were all out of focus. Now you're in focus. Now you might be frozen in an awkward pose. Um, oh, no, 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 it's an awkward pose. So, Rod, did you... So let's talk about those fried Brussels sprouts from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were so good. I had nice golden brown caramelization, and then I had to sprinkle a little bacon in there to go with it. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that you don't have a fry later in your kitchen. I, I, I just am. You know, when I found that out, I was just. I mean, I expect it. You know, I expect that there's a fry later there. We, I, I did have a big, big fryer later there, but. 
it was just too easy to use, and 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 really, the big fry later is bad news. It's like it, it's it, it is bad news. So I, I I literally I threw it away about here's, six months ago. Here's here's my vision. Here's my vision. All right, and, 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 and say whatever you want. I'm staying over at the Zawacki house, right? So I come downstairs. It's like you know, two feet of snow outside. It's probably twenty below. The coffee's brewing. And Rod's making fresh homemade donuts right in the fryer later. It's like, wow, it smells like right. And he's sprinkling the powder. It's like, this is this is this is this is my dream. <laughs> I, I, I can make homemade donuts with with, with a snap. That's that, that's easy to do. No problem. Ruffalo's like really. Yeah, I, I did it for over, over 10, 15 I'm looking years, at plates. As a, as a baker 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 breakfast cook at night, anywhere from uh, five hundred guys to like fifteen hundred guys cooking baked goods. So I can make a donut well, way what, better than, uh, than than that Canadian store. Well, what do you got for <laughs> what do you got for sale today for uh, for college football picks? Today I've got uh, uh, Rod's superlative Saturday uh, package going. Uh, I'm, I got a little excited and uh, put eleven picks in here today. I had a list and I was going to go with about six and I was like, ooh, I like that one too. Ooh, I like that one too. So I got three morning games, four midday games, and four night games. Uh, all for one little price. Grab it all. It's going to be a big day. You can feel it. There's a lot of value out there. <clears throat> and we, so Ron Romanelli lives in Gainesville, Florida. Skeeter's restaurant still around. Skeeter's don't they have like the massive breakfast there? Like the I don't I don't think it is. I don't no, know. No, like sure. the late night, like Skeeter's. I don't like, think so. I think that's I haven't what, heard of it. That's what it used to be called. I'm pretty sure, man. Skeeter's in Gainesville. Maybe I got the wrong name. Anyways, what do you got for sale today? While I'm looking this up, Ron. Uh well uh. I have my uh, college football trio. Oh my god, they on, closed. Uh, they, the Skeeter, see they had the uh they had um so Skeeter's um closed a long time ago. Mm. But uh there's all these articles on the internet. UF grad keeps Skeeter's memory alive. Skeeter's big biscuit <laughs> restaurants on Chowound. Yeah. <laughs> see, I I didn't I wasn't making it up. I'm just old. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we got a college football trio on the website uh, coming off back-to-back winning Saturdays. You get my three best plays today and uh, looking for a back-to-back-to-back winning Saturdays. Back-to-back-to-back. Hmm. Ruffalo, you want to go back-to-back with uh, Ron Romanelli over here or are you going to stand on your own? We can't hear you. In the meantime, we did get our clock fixed. You can see we got our subscriber count back. I fixed it. Only, only, only took me seventeen emails and a uh, call to Germany, but we got. It. <laughs> Sorry, but that was hacking up along off it, or on, off to the side. Nice. Didn't want that to be on audio. Don't want it to be like our other crappy shows. What do you got, Chris? Uh, that's my usual cast of characters for college football Saturday. I have my lunch rush for games between 12 and 3. The snack pack in the midday for games between 3.30 and 6.30. The dinner rush for games between 7 and 8. Where you can get it all as part of my stack Saturday package for $49.95 over the website. It's going to be your best value for college football. Any one-day college football pass for me. 
or you get a three-day or seven-day pass to get it all for the weekend. Same price as a guaranteed stack Saturday. We have six uh, winning college football days in the last eight, including crushing last Saturday. I plan on doing it again today as well. Loving these plays today. Oh, that was some fast talk in there from uh, Chris Ruffalo. I like it. I heard stack Saturday in there, though. I did hear that. <laughs> heard. Heard. Uh, I heard that there was a stacked Saturday. Chris Ruffalo. Anyways. Anyways, um, we have, uh, I have, I have a bunch of picks out there. I got three, three packs, or you can get all my picks. Doesn't matter. I got some big bets out there today personally, and that's what I'm interested in. But, um, if you're interested in what I'm betting today, you can find those picks over at, uh, at sportschatplace.com underneath the premium picks tab or at pickdogs.com. I got tons of them. Like I said, some of those games I have hit harder than others, but I have some pretty big bets out there today. I'll say it again. Anyways, speaking of big bets, let's get to today's card. Brian, let's take a look at game one right out of the gate here. We got some line movers. We got some contrarian. We got all kinds of stuff going on because the card got slimmed down, so the money got refunded and compressed into other places. And uh, I tell you, sometimes that really, really opens things up because we saw some crazy line movements in a lot of these games and also some crazy movement where we didn't see any line movement. But one of the games where the line looks to be coming off is Vandy against Kentucky. Kentucky, 17 to 17 and a half point favorites in this game. What are you thinking? I think the best plays today are the early slot games, personally, uh, as far as betting goes. In this Vandy-Kentucky game, I think Kentucky continues to struggle to score in this one. Uh, so for me, I could easily see it being a 21-3 type of game. I think I'm going to go under the total. Uh, I think Kentucky's defense can hold Vandy down. So I'm going to go under the 41-and-a-half. Rod? Uh, this one, I, I like Kentucky. Lay the big points, and uh, I think Kentucky runs over Vandy today. Um, give me uh, Kentucky minus the 17 and a half. Ron? I like the over today. I think Kentucky's going get, to get up there in points this week, uh, make a statement, and uh, just need about 10 points <clears throat> for Vanderbilt to get over the total, so I like the over here. And Chris? I'm going to take Vanderbilt in the points. For me, it's hard to, it's hard to cover 17.5 point spread when you can barely score 17 points. And I think uh, I think Vanderbilt's coming off a good game against Mississippi State, and I think they can build on it here and get a cover at least. So give you Vandy in the points. I'll go for uh, Vandy as well in the points. We got Miami and Virginia Tech. Um, this line has finally moved. Uh, this was a lot of money coming in on, on Miami, a lot of bets coming in Miami, and it's finally starting to drop. Um, this line uh, was Virginia Tech minus two. I saw it go maybe even to two and a half, now back down to one and a half, and I can see this one going even lower from the betting action that I'm seeing. You guys know I'm from Miami, so I have a very strong opinion on this game. Brian? Uh, what do you think? Sharp's going to get it. I think, get a lot of, kicked here. I think a lot of people are think expecting so. to get points here. And I think Miami's defense is going to look a lot better in this game. I also think Virginia Tech's defense is going to look better in this game. Hideous I just don't see it Ryan. getting to 67 and a half, 68. Hideous I'm going to go under the... here. Oh, 
Virginia Tech's defense just absolutely hideous against yes. the run, and we've seen Miami. Miami like we've seen we've, last week. we've seen yeah, but they're six and one with the one losses at Death Valley against Clemson with Trevor Lawrence and Clifford and uh, Travis Etienne playing in that game. But um, when we look at this game, you know, Virginia Tech's got three losses, including the loss to Liberty, and that defense. One of the worst run defenses in the entire nation. And Miami, of course, about seven deep with NFL caliber running backs. Rod, what do you think? Uh, I think you got to take Miami here. Uh, give me Miami. Plus the points. Miami traditionally plays very well at Lane Stadium. Ron? Uh, I think this is going to be a great game to watch. One of the best in the afternoon. But I think uh, I'm going to take the over here. I think both teams could easily get to 40 points. I wouldn't be surprised. So I, li- I like the over. Chris? Yeah, I'm with Ron on this one. I think it's an over as well. I think we could easily see a game that's close to what we saw against NC State last week, 44-41 or something like that. So give me the over. At 6-1, and one, Miami doesn't believe that they're out of it with that one loss coming at Clemson. Look for them to play like it, especially against that Swiss cheese run defense. Like I said, Miami loaded, loaded, loaded with NFL quality running backs, NFL guys that are going to be playing in the NFL. They're going to all have big days today. I would expect to see at least two Miami running backs go over 100 yards in this game. And I'm going to guess that one of the guys will do it on less than less than eight. Eight or less carries um, will be over 100. Um, I could see Miami, I don't know, 42-16 type thing. I think it's going to be ugly. Um, we got North Carolina against Wake Forest. Brian. Me, for me, I think North Carolina is going to continue whooping butt. I mean, they've had the hiccup against Florida State, and for some reason every once in a while they don't play up to their caliber. But I think North Carolina is just a team down the stretch is just going to dominate opponents. So I'm not afraid to lay the points here. I think Tar Heels win easily. Right. Uh, I think it's too many points. I think the Tar Heels win by like 10. Give me uh, Wake Forest plus the points. Ron Romanelli. Um, I think the total is set high for a reason. Uh, North Carolina, 56 points last week, 41 points the week before, 48 points the week before that. I, I like the over here. I think both teams, again, could get to 40 points. And Chris. Yeah, I'm with Rod. I like uh, I like Wake Forest in the points. I think this is going to be closer than that line. I think this, this is still an in-state rivalry game. I think Wake Forest gets up for this one. Wake Forest money line for me. I think that they win this game outright. And, uh, you no. know, we're starting to see the, the line come down on this one as well. Um, you know, I, I, I expect it to go even lower. Uh, North Carolina, they, they've uh, 3-0 and against the spread at home, you know, unbeaten at home straight up, and then hideous on the road. Meanwhile, Wake Forest, you know, this is team four and two. They've they've been covering all season long, five and one against the number. But I expect them to take it out right here. We've seen North Carolina be just Jekyll and Hyde team all season long. I mean, if you can lose to Florida State that badly, you sure as hell can lose to Wake Forest. I'm gonna take Wake just way too much value there for me to pass on. We got Nebraska up against Penn State. Penn State just sucks this year. There's no I hate to sugarcoat it for you guys out there, but they have no quarterback whatsoever. It's amazing how you could have a team like Penn State and just all this, you know, it's like they never have great quarterbacks. They always have the overrated Christian Hack, Hackenberg, right? What was his name? Hackenberg, right? They always have guys like that. 
Todd Blackledge, you know, these overrated quarterbacks. But it's rare that they just have no quarterback on the roster. Like, just nobody. Like, anyone on this panel could play quarterback equally as good as any quarterback on the Penn State roster. Brian, what do you think? Penn State's one of the bigger sucker bets on the on the line. I, I could never take Penn State in the road here. How they looked in the first couple of weeks, and uh, I think Nebraska. I think this goes back to more of a classic Big Ten game. I think you're going to see lower scoring. So for me, I'm going to go with the under fifty six and a half. Rod, Nebraska with quarterback issues, they can't decide who to put in when, and I don't understand it personally. I think you get you pick one guy and you go with it. You know, last week it cost them on the goal line. They were ready to punch it in against Northwestern, win the game. Instead, they threw it off the guy's helmet. Ball bounced straight up in the air. Northwestern picked it off at the one yard line. Ugh, it's like it's a, I don't know what's worse, the interception at the one yard line or in the end zone. I think they're both bad, but I think at the one yard line is even worse. <laughs> I do. It's worse. It's yeah. worse. <laughs> it's worse. It's like it's like it didn't even get into the end zone. It hits the guy in the helmet. It goes straight up. It's like. It's like if you have a quarterback that's throwing the ball into the guy's helmet, this might not be your guy. You know, it's like you know if, if you're at the at Division One level and your quarterback's throwing the ball, it's, it's like because his last name is McCaffrey. It's like that makes it okay. Not in my that book. I I had Nebraska in the points last week, cost me my cover. I was gonna at least get a cover if if they scored there. At the very worst, I didn't get it, and it was it, it was kind of like. From there, my whole day just spiraled. It was just my worst college football day of the year. For, for me in this one, it's like, hey, someone's O has to go, so uh, someone's going to finally get a win. And uh, I'm going to take Nebraska at home here. Uh, Penn State has uh, given up, what, 30-plus points a game in all three games? Um, give me Nebraska here. I'll take Nebraska on the money line uh, to win in the uh, – someone's first win of the year. Give me Nebraska at home here. Ron Romanelli. Yeah, I think this is a type of game where it's Nebraska or pass. Uh, there's no way I'm laying three, three and a half with an 0-3 Penn State team that just lost to Maryland. Uh, if you're going to bet this one, I'd take Nebraska or just pass on it. And we've got uh, Chris Ruffalo. Yeah, I'll take Nebraska on the money line as well. I'm not about to lay points, even with Penn State being the more name-recognized team and maybe the better coach team. I'm not laying points with a team that's 0-3 on the road. I think Nebraska is one of those teams that's really suffered this year from not having stand- fans in the stands. They have, like, one of the craziest fan bases out there, and of, of all of them, one of the most loyal. You can go to Nebraska games anywhere, and it's just packed with Nebraska fans. I've been to a bunch. Um I think this one goes under. I think both, you know, when you have two teams that, that are, are winless, regardless of what the schedule has looked like, um, I think that, uh, you know, it means that there's going to be some sloppy play here and also some missed opportunities. So I think that leads to an under. We go to East Lansing, Michigan State, and Indiana. This one, this is the uh, reverse line movement hammer special. And if you like reverse line movement, this is your circle game. Brian? Oh, I don't know about my circle game, but I definitely like Michigan State to win outright here. Indiana has Ohio State on deck next, and I think Michigan State looking to get back on track after last week. So, for me, I like Michigan State to win outright, but if you don't want to take a chance, take the points. I think they cash. 
Rod? I think in this one, uh, uh, take the over. Give me the over 52 and a half. I think both these teams can get enough points to get over that number. Ron? Yeah, I like a play on the money line for Michigan State. Uh, personally, I would take the points, seven and a half. I think it's a lot of value there on Michigan State. And Chris? I know he said Tom Allen can coach out of a game, but I'm starting to wonder if maybe the Hoosiers are for real. I think if uh, they want to keep that ranking and, and make uh, that next game against Ohio State mean anything, they got to win this one convincingly to give themselves some confidence going into that one. So I'll, uh, I'll lay the points with Indiana on the road. I'm going to take Michigan State. I just think it's... Uh... It just looks, uh, it just looks too good to pass up. I I hate Indiana. I love betting against them, and it's kind of like all the indicators here say Michigan State. So, just looks like a layup on Michigan State. I'd say I'd say money line Michigan State for me. Um, it's that kind of day. Middle Tennessee against Marshall. Marshall. This line's kind of moved around twenty three and a half, twenty four. Um, hmm. Right. Not a game I'm rushing to bet here, uh, but if I had to, I would lean towards taking the points in Middle Tennessee. Marshall, they've got they got to win and win convincingly, though. I mean, their schedule is very weak, but in this one, I think they come up just short of covering. So I'll lean to lean to Middle Tennessee here. And Rod, uh, I I think the only way I, I can't lay any money on Middle Tennessee. I think the only way you bet this game is if you laid that big points with Marshall. Um, lay the big points with Marshall. I think they uh, romp Middle Tennessee today. They need the wins. They can't. They they can't afford to let up on any of these if they want a chance at anything. Apologies to everyone. I'm doing customer service while I'm doing the show, so that's what's going on. Why I'm kind of like I'm trying to make everybody happy. Um, Ron. Yep, this is another game. Just it's Marshall or pass for me. I, I don't like this game at all. But uh, if I had to take one, I'd take Marshall. And lay the points. And Chris, um, you know, even if it's a minus forty-four spread, if you can't cover against UMass, twenty, it's twenty-four. No, I'm saying, I'm saying Marshall couldn't cover against UMass and, and couldn't cover against FAU at home last time out either. And those were his big favorites. And I'm not. On Middle Tennessee, either those last three road covers came against Rice, FIU, and UTSA. Give me the over here. I think this is a higher scoring game. I think if you see it drop to 23 and a half before kickoff, then you could play a little bit more in Middle Tennessee. But Um. You know, I'm going, I've gone back and forth on this thing, but I think Middle Tennessee might be the play here. I think just too much on Marshall. You know, too many people on Marshall. And like I said earlier in the show, the public's gotten over on, on the books the last week. So I think when you had the, you know, the three, when you had the directional Michigans, you know, all hit, and then you had last night, you know, with all favorites, and, you know, it's, 
it's it's go, it's gonna get ugly out there. We know that, right? So you got to pick your spots. This might be one of those ugly, ugly. I don't think twenty. I don't think twenty-four point favorites are gonna have the day that that the public wants them to. West Virginia minus three against TCU. Brian. Uh, for me, this is a game that both teams really want to get, and I think you're seeing improved defense. I mean, West Virginia, the best defense, I think, in the Big 12, and then TCU, no slouch. So I'm going to go with the under 43.5. I know that number seems low, but I don't think it's low enough. I'll go 43.5. I'm going to go the other way. You think about West Virginia, you think you're going to get a lower-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to go the over. Give me the over 43.5. Uh, I think we get over that number today. Yeah, I like the over too. I, I think uh, I think uh, West Virginia is going to give up a few points today, and uh, I think both teams could get the thirty. So I'll take the over. And uh, Chris, I'm not going to leave Brian on his own here. I like I like the under as well. I you know I think I can easily see a 24-17 game here. You know, and I, I like West Virginia's defense, and TCU's been inconsistent on offense. So I like the uh, I like the under here. I like West Virginia minus the three. I don't love the game. Rutgers against Illinois. A little bit of a line dropper here as well. Brian. Uh, for me, I had Illinois circled all week long. I just think Rutgers is – I like Rutgers, but I think too many people are liking Rutgers, and I, I'm no way I'm laying uh, anything more than, like, three with a Rutgers team. So I'm going to go with Illinois here on the road. They could pull the upset too. Rod? Yeah, I'm not a Rutgers fan either. Um, I'm going to take Illinois. Give me, give me Illinois money line. I think they beat Rutgers outright. Ron? Yeah, I think Rutgers are uh, is taking the step in the right direction, but too many points here. I like Illinois plus the points. Yeah, I like the I like the under in this one. I think fifty one is way too high. This could be another twenty one fourteen, twenty four seventeen kind of game. So give me the under. And I like uh, I'll take Rutgers here. I, I know it's ah, kind of back and forth on this one to be honest with you. But Illinois is just too banged up for me, you know, just too banged up. ULL against South Alabama. Now they call them Louisiana. It'll always be ULL to me. Uh, for me here, I'm gonna. Uh... At 14 points, I think it was going to be a push, but this is just a slight lean to South Alabama. I think, think the 14 and a half, if you can get it, uh, is the way to go. Uh, this is a game I'd be skipping, though. It's definitely, with all these other good games on the board, this is one that just didn't catch my attention. Uh, for me in this one, I think you you got to take South Alabama plus the points. Uh, the Raging Cajuns always love to play down to uh, – their competition in whatever games they play. So uh, give me South Alabama plus a 14 and a half. Ron? Yep, I agree. I like South Alabama, and I'd lean to the under here. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and uh, South Alabama will catch a cover. Chris? 
on South Alabama as well for everything Rod said. You know, South Alabama likes, to, or sorry, Louisiana likes to play down, and I think this could be a a tight game. I like South Alabama in this one. I think they have a chance to win it, but I think this is a four-point game at the most. Three, four-point. This is one that, like, if you got South Alabama, like I do, I would take, I would put, you know, I would go all the way the other way to, for the bigger payout. Take take less, take a touchdown. You know, take it seven and a half and get two to one on your money. Uh, these are the opportunities. This is where you cash. Speaking about cash, Georgia State against App State. App State can't cover a spread if the life depended on it. Pretty good team, though. Brian? Oh, man. For me here, I think you see a, a game that goes back and forth. Uh, I really like App State to put up some points here, and uh, Georgia State's no slouch. So for me, I'm going to go over the 62 and a half. I think we get to 70 or so. Uh, Give me me Georgia State in the points. Those are way too many against this App State team. App State probably wins this game by seven. Not that, man. Not 17 and a half. Yeah, I think uh, this game's definitely going to go over. Last year, Georgia State took a 21-7 lead in the first quarter and then got stomped the rest of the way. So I think both teams go back and forth. I would lean Georgia State in the points, and I'd take the over. I'm going to take Georgia State as well. That defense scares me, but this is just too many points to give up to App State. I think App State can win this one by two touchdowns, but not by 17-and-a-half. I like Georgia State in this one. Spread Knowledge gave out Georgia State. Gave it as A rating. It's been on a heater. I like heaters. I'll take Georgia State in the points. Utah State against Fresno State. Ryan? Uh, yeah, for me, I'm going to go here with the under, even though it's dropped about three points here. I think uh, Utah State did the right thing, getting rid of their coach. I think the, I think the defense at least respond today and Fresno State, uh, I think you see an improved effort on the defensive side of the ball. So for me, under 53 and a half, under 52 and a half, somewhere in there. How about you, Ron? Or Rod? Uh, for me in this one, uh, I like the over 52 and a half. Uh, I think we can get over this number. If you look. Utah's been giving up points in bunches. Their first three games, they've given up 114 points. You know, my only worry is if they can score enough points to keep up. <clears throat> they've only scored 29 points in their games. Um, I like the over. Give me, give me the over 52 and a half here. Ron? Uh, yeah, I like uh, 0-3 overall and 0-3 against the spread, Utah State. I think they get their first win against the spread. They'll lose this game outright. But I'll take the ten points at Utah State. And Chris, um, I'm gonna do a callback to Mitch's parlay. I like Utah State on the money line here. I think uh, you know Fresno State shouldn't be laying this many points on the road to anybody. And Utah State three losses and three zero oh and three against the spread, but probably against the three top teams in the Mountain West this year: Nevada, Boise State, and. Uh, San Diego State, so I'll take Utah State on the money line. Uh, 
Um, I like Utah State money line. I gave that one out on the drive-through. Parlayed up with Wake Forest on the money line. That was my drive-through pick this week. UTEP and UTSA. And sure, like UTSA yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't wrap my arms around this one. Brian, you know, well, look I at us when you're talking to us. I can't you're really just wrap my arms around. For me, I'm going to go with the under here, under 45, under 45 and a half. I just, I don't see these teams scoring more than uh, around 35 points. Uh, so for me, it's the under here. Yeah, I agree. Give me the under, under 45 with too many points. Yeah, this is just uh, surprising to see both of these teams at 500 this late in the season. But, um, yeah, I'll take the under. I'll lean to the under. I'm not excited about this one, but <laughs> I'll take the under here. Um, I'm, on the under, I'm on the under as well. I think it's a game that maybe, maybe it's 40 points. doesn't get about past that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with UTEP just on spite alone. I just, I have really have no opinion about betting this game. You know, definitely not run into the window. No, <laughs> get been, out of the way. No, I, I won't even have this one on the iPad. To be honest with you, that's how, that's how bad this one is. Got uh, Western Kentucky against Southern Miss, Brian. Western Kentucky, I think they're one and six against the spread this year. They're one of the worst spread teams uh, this this season. Uh, so for me, but this number is going up from over minus five and a half to over the key number of seven to seven and a half. So for me, I'm going to lay the points. If I had to bet the game of Western Kentucky, I just think Southern Miss is that bad that even Western Kentucky can take them to town. This is one of those uh, Brian special. Put fifty bucks on Southern Miss plus the uh, points here. Uh, I don't see what Kentucky if they win by that many points. Give me uh, Southern Miss and the points. I'm going to take Southern Miss money line here. I think uh, I think they're going to get the win on the road. Western Kentucky just a miserable team this season, and uh, I like Southern Miss's chances at plus two thirty on the money line. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Southern Miss on the money line as well. I just think uh, you know, Western Kentucky. Their issue's been scoring this year. Southern Miss. Well, there's been the defense, but at least they can put points on the board. And I think they can do enough to get past Western Kentucky here. So give me Southern Miss money line. I think Southern. I think Western Kentucky's problem is they just can't tackle. I mean, to me, it's <laughs> like I will not bet on teams that can't tackle. I like Southern Miss on the money line. I'm with you guys. I think this is the value. Georgia Southern against Texas State. I heard the guys talking on the drive-thru about Georgia Southern, and it kind of swayed me off of Texas State. But as far as uh, doing a lean for the show here, uh, tons of points here, tons of points with Texas State. And I've liked the Bobcats all season. Not, I haven't bet them every week, but in spots. So for me, I'm going to take the 11 because I think this is a uh, little bit over a touchdown win for Southern. Rod? Nah, for me, I'm going to take the over. Give me the over 49 and a half. It's a little light there. Ron? Uh, Georgia Southern's been very nice to me this season, but I'm going to have to go against them in this one. I'll take uh, Texas State in the points. 
And Chris. Give me the under here. Under 49 and a half. I just, I just don't see us getting to that number. No matter how many times I've run the numbers, I don't see it. 49 and a half. I like Texas State because spread knowledge picked them. Houston against uh, USF. Brian, Houston's played a pretty tough yeah. schedule, two and three on the year, but they've played some of the big boys. Cincinnati, yeah, BYU. Balloons popped, uh, losing to UCF and then uh, losing to another big boy last week. BYU, Cincinnati, and UCF are the losses. Yeah. I just think South Florida here, I just think 14 and a half is just too many points here. Uh, Houston's lost for me a ton this year. Uh, I'll back a $50 bet on South Florida. I just think it's a 14-point game, 13-point game. Right. I, I I think it's even less than that. I think you can push that number to uh, South Florida, Florida plus seven and a half. Uh, I think it's closer than that. Um, Houston should not be laying minus 14 and a half. No way. Take South Florida. Push it to plus seven and a half. Get more money. Ron? Uh, I'm going to take the over here. I think both teams get to 30 points. Two bad defenses, two solid offenses. USF scored 33 against Memphis last week. I think we get a similar game. I'll take the over. Chris? I'm going to be on USF in the points as well. I mean, the last two road losses against Memphis and Temple by a combined three points. And Cincinnati and Notre Dame aren't terrible road losses for the Bulls this season, even in blowout fashion. So take uh, USF in the points. I'm going to take Houston. I think that they've been up against much bigger and better than this, man. They're going to, I think they're going to run, run, run. I think sometimes there's those games where you just take, it, take out all your frustrations, get it out of your system, and I think Houston gets it out of their system. You know, They're not going to see anything like they saw against BYU or Cincinnati in this one. I mean, USF not as bad as, as you know, they could be and certainly have been good against the number, but it's, a bad, it's one of those games where you just say it's a bad spot. Stanford against Colorado. Can't stand David Shaw. Brian, mm. he's on my can't uh, stand list. I think he. Invent, the- I think he invented like that kneel down before they score the touchdown. Didn't they? Wasn't that like invented at Stanford because they're so much smarter than us, right? It's like they right before they're ready to score the touchdown for the cover, they 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 they, they fall down. Stephon Johnson, right? It's the guy who invented it. At Stanford, blowing our cover for us. I was in Vegas, had a little, little mortgage payment or seven on it. Stanford got their butts kicked last week. Colorado with a nice, uh, nice win. I just think it's way too many points to give a Buffalo's team. I was a little iffy at seven, but at nine and a half, nine, eight, eight anything at seven and a half or up, I like the Buffalo's here to cover. Right. Yeah, I agree. Give me the Buffalo's here. Uh, that's way too many points for Stanford to be trying to cover. You a buffalo the meat buffalo. eater? You eat the buffalo meat, or have you tried it a little too lean for you? Burger. No, I, I like buffalo. It's 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 got a, it, it's not like a crazy wild gamey gamey taste, but it does have that little bit of a wild game taste to it. I like it. It's a nice lean meat. It's good it, with with a buffalo. It's tough to make a, a straight buffalo burger patty. You have to mix in a little ground beef because it is. The, the fat content. Well, if it was Ruffalo, he'd be first. mixing in the truffle sausage, right? 
Yeah, you can put in a truffle sausage and, and then you can charge like 20 bucks a burger. I get bacon all, bacon all morning. Absolutely. I'm having one tonight, absolutely. actually. It's oh, lean. Sure. Let me slather some pork fat on this sucker. Yep. <laughs> Fried up little bacon, bacon grease. Kind of, I, I, I worked in a place where we uh, you, you queue up the bacon and you mix some bacon in there with your uh, bison, bison bacon burger. Good stuff. Ron? I'm going to melt some cheddar cheese on it, too. Tough act to follow here. He's he's he, he's combining buffalo and truffle sausage next to you. <laughs> well, in this one, uh, I think I think we get over the total. I like Colorado's offense in week one, or their week one, week ten. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think we get over the total here. And Chris. Yeah, I like Colorado on the points. I, I like on the money line as well. I, Nice to see Colorado, what they can do with an actual quarterback leading that offense, and Stanford's burned me more times than I care to count, and they're dead to me. So give me, give me Colorado money line. Yeah, how do you like Colorado without Steven Montez? Complete one eighty. Oh gosh, man, I don't <laughs> even understand. It's like you have a bad quarterback. Let's just ride it out. It's like, what are you doing, man? It's like, and the thing is, like, they haven't been that bad. You know, a few years ago when Jim Levitt was the defensive coordinator, it's like they had that big turnaround season, and it's like they haven't been that bad. Colorado's traditionally a good program. I mean, that's that's what people forget. Like, if teams like Arkansas, Colorado, these are traditionally strong programs. You know, it's just they've had a few down years. Colorado got in that whole Dan Hawkins thing, right? When they hired him away from Boise. Boy, he wish he probably never made that move. What's, where's he coaching now? Like Montana State Tech or something. Not even Montana State, right? It's like Montana State Tech or something. So. <laughs> it's not a good gig. At Will- Willamette University. Is that where he's at? Oh, hold on. That's, that's where he was at. Sorry, no, UC Davis. UC Davis. Huh. Oh, he's moving back up the food chain. I like their college basketball, <laughs> UC Davis. Meanwhile, this is the guy that, like, put Boise football on the map, you know? Oh, I guess Skeeter's is the Metro Diner now. Oh, Okay. Ron's like, I'm familiar with that one. (laughs) (laughs) That I'm familiar with. (laughs) You want to talk about Dan Hawkins, who was the offensive coordinator for a Swedish football team. Oh, boy. And then went to Austria the year after and now ended up at UC Davis. What's the show on, um, what's it, on Apple? The soccer coach. Oh, uh, Ted Lasso. Love it. Love Ted Lasso. Goran turned me on to that, and uh, I love it. Me and my wife both love it. I can't wait for the next season. You kind of know what's going to happen. Not reading the comments. I'm just putting them up. That's never a great idea. <laughs> Oops. No trolls today. That's amazing. Oh, there's, there's some. Is there? Oh, there's one. I didn't see. Good show, but you're very condescending to Brian. Can't wait for Tony to join the show. I'm very condescending to Brian. 
All right. Well, Brian doesn't have to be on the show if he doesn't want to. It's super long, it's like, <laughs> That's all right. I, I deserve I it. Care, I right, week, but I, I have a feeling tomorrow I'll be crowing and, and, yeah. and hee-hawing. Do, right. right, do which, the which, voice. Which, uh, do the voice. <laughs> Stop being so mean to Brian. <laughs> all right. Arizona versus uh, USC. You're so mean to him. Kevin Got Sumlin. So condescending uh, in there. So condescending. I like USC last week, and they I don't even think they came close to cover. Not a whiff. They? Not even a whiff. So this is way too many points to get with a home Arizona team. So I liked it at 12 and a half. I really like it at 14 and a half, 14. Uh, so give me Arizona at home. They have a chance to win out, right? Kevin Sumlin's a get-out-of-the-gate guy, too. You know, he always gets out of the gate. His like first six games, always good. And after that, anyways, um, Rod, uh, I'm gonna go the other way. I think USC uh, runs over uh, Arizona. Arizona last year had the worst passing D in, um, and I and this Trojans, uh, Keaton Stovis. I think he has a good good big game here today, passing the ball. I think they uh, air bomb uh, Arizona today. Ron, yeah, I'm going to take USC. Uh, I'm not. I don't love laying more than two touchdowns, but I think they uh, win by 17, 20 points. So I'll take the Trojans. Yeah, Brian and I, we don't have like an adversarial thing. Trust me, this is this is my show, my company. He would not be with me if. We had an adversarial relationship. Ask these guys. Ask Chris and Ron, who have worked with me for you know on the other stuff. You know, ask them. <laughs> it's like either you're here forever, or you last about three days, right? I mean, it's pretty much the way it is. What you see is uh, well, not always what you get. Anyways. Uh, Yeah, it wouldn't be any fun if I said, oh, Mitch, I'd love that pick. That's who I got, too. Oh, yeah. That's Brian, you're good. such a good handicapper. <laughs> can I buy your picks? Can I get a 20% discount code? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a rapid discount code. <laughs> rapid. I even, I even made the coupon code, we'll, Mitch. We'll, we'll bring the pooch out for the rapid fire picks. Oh, man. Parlay. Uh, let's see. Got um, I like I like I like Arizona here too. Someone is a guy he always gets out of the gate fast. Just does. He's one of those guys. First six games, six and zero. Oh. Second six games, zero oh and six. Yeah, like USC. Yeah, you're foolish and lack vision. Yeah. You're a foolish man. <laughs> Trust me, my fiance told me the same thing. Ashmelable. Cougars and Beavers comment last week. What about the Cox? Ron, did you give a pick this week? Boston College and Notre Dame. This one is, uh, these are like the two prominent Catholic schools, which is the odd thing. This is kind of like the suck it Big East game, right? Because the Big East is the Catholic basketball conference, but they're missing the two biggest Catholic sports programs, Notre Dame and Boston College. Um, I don't know. Boston College always gets 
way up for Notre Dame. Like, way up for them. It's kind of like it is their Super Bowl, and it's like they take this game so seriously, man. Notre Dame coming off of that big win at Clemson. Brian? Yeah, when we did a look ahead early in the week, I liked uh, Boston College. And then I went to Notre Dame in the middle of the week. Now I'm back to Boston College. I just think this is a look-ahead game for the Irish. I, not look-ahead, a letdown game after that huge Clemson win. And I think this means the world to Boston College. So I... We lost him. Ooh. That's what happens to him. <laughs> All right. Not really sure what we're going to do here. I guess we'll move some things around. And... Wow. That was weird. It was like a power outage or something, right? Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was really weird. All right. Well, let's see how, if we can cover some ground. Speaking of Boston College, Ron Romanelli takes over the front seat of the uh, this plane. Oh, it just happened. Um, go ahead, Ron. Let us let her rip. Screw you, Bittler. Suck it. Open the, the door and kicks him out of the plane. Romanelli's got shotgun. It's like, it's like, as long as you're nicer to me, then pavement rule, baby. Pavement rule. I'm, I'm the captain now. Just kicks him out the door. Uh, well, in this one, I'm going to take uh, Boston College. I think Notre Dame wins this game, but I think Boston College keeps it close. Uh, it's a big game for them, so uh, I'll take BC in the points. Rod? Uh, they, they, the, watching the Cincinnati game last night, they did a whole little bit piece on this this game here, uh, Notre Dame and Boston College, where they showed Notre Dame uh, – they they beat knocked off number one the week before and they came back and got outrighted by Boston College the next week. Uh, they did a huge piece, kind of jinxed them. I think uh, in this one, give me Boston College money line. I think they upset Notre Dame again. Chris, yeah, I'm on Boston College as well. I just think it's a letdown spot for Notre Dame and Boston College is going to get up for this one. They have a history of. Like Rod said, pulling off the upset against Notre Dame after a big win. So, give me give me Boston College with the points here. I'm looking through the comments here, and um, you know, I'm just saying, if you have like all these picks and stuff, the place to put those, the best place, is in the Facebook group. This way, they kind of sit there. You know, it's like we know who you picked, and you know, so you know, it's like it's kind of it's just better as opposed to on this show where nobody's really going to see them, right? Um. Maybe just the people that are in the chat, but if you put it in the Facebook group, I think we got between the two groups ten thousand people or something. Why wouldn't you want to discuss it with them in a place where people will see them? Baylor, Texas Tech. This looks like a lousy one. Ron? Oh, we skipped what you know, we skipped <clears throat> did we do Tulane? We skipped Tulane Army too. I think we're gonna get ready Virginia for too. First spot in the order. Uh, well, it's because I'm like, doing customer service in the yeah. show at the same time. Let's let's go Tulane Army. Okay. Well, uh, a lot of people are on Army in this game. Um, maybe I don't. I'm missing something. But I like Tulane here. Um, I think they're going to be able to run the ball pretty efficiently. They average 230 yards rushing per game. I think, uh, and Tulane's defense is not great. But it's more so in the pass defense. They only give up 127 yards rushing per game. So I'm going to take Tulane and lay the points here. Rod? 
Yeah, I'm going to agree with uh, Ron here. Give me, give me Tulane uh, and the points. Um, I've just seen the own army uh, lately. Uh, six of one, six of four straight up, seven and three against the spread. Um, and, and a lot of people on army. Everywhere I've seen is army, 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 army. But the lines uh, dropped. The lines dropped. You know, two points here because of all the money on army as well. Mm. So that's something to consider. And also, got to remember, Navy just absolutely ran over Tulane. And Navy's not nearly the team that Army is. Of course, that, this goes back to our how South Alabama beats Oklahoma theory. Chris? <laughs> and Tulane. I, I'm thinking Tulane is probably an underdog in a lot of those games in the past. And, you know, like you said, Mitch, Tulane struggled with Navy. And I think Army's just a better version of Navy. So I'll take Army in the points. Yeah, what about the Houston game against Tulane where they, they got the turnovers right out of the gate and then Houston just, I mean, lit them up like a Christmas tree. Oh, looks like Bittler's back. Well, Ron, you had a good run in the uh, in the uh, driver's seat there. Brian, we missed a couple games because I was doing other things, so I missed them in the order. So we just cut back. Tulane Army is uh, one we just did. Oh, Tulane and Army. Oh. Boy, it, for yeah, me, I, I it, see the hey, hey, Brian, can can you pick up my dry cleaning for me? It's like that's what that was the reaction we got. Too well, my stupid computer rebooted <laughs> in the middle of talking, so I don't know. <sighs> I guess it's something telling me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Mitch gave you Mitch gave you the hook because he didn't like the pick. Because <laughs> he's so I was mean to Brian. Boston college. I was Boston college in that game. He's so mean to Brian. Now I'm trying to find my notes and where Tulane was at, but. I think we. Uh, I think this game goes under. I think you see a lot of run in the football, especially from Army, of course. So uh, I'm going to lean towards the under. Baylor, Texas Tech. Okay. For me, I'm going to take Texas Tech here. I'm not sold on Baylor, even though they had that nice win. I think Texas Tech gets it done at home, play them on the money line. I'm gonna take Baylor. Give, give me Baylor. Win, win by a field goal. Give me Baylor. Um, I right. think the world is on the under here, so I'm just gonna follow their lead here and take the under. I'm a little too gun shy to take it myself because it's a Big 12 game. Two teams that can put points up, but uh, 55, I'll take the under. I'm gonna take the under as well. Yeah, Baylor hasn't been able to score much this season and. Well, Texas Tech is a decent offensive team. They haven't lived up to that hype this season as well on offense. So give me the under. I like the under as well. Did you guys see Virginia Louisville while I was gone? No, we skipped no. that one accidentally. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Virginia Louisville. Oh, uh, that's a game I added to my premium list. I think Virginia is the second best play in the card. They're slam dunk. I think they crushed Louisville today. I can't figure out why they're begging you to take the Cardinals here. So, for me, I'm all over Virginia. I think they smoke them. I agree. Give me uh, Virginia. They went by a touchdown. It's just, I don't know why everybody's all of a sudden in love with Louisville. They don't tackle. They're just like, oh, hey. Yeah, I agree. I like Virginia here. I think it'll be high scoring, but I think the best play is Virginia. I'm going to take Virginia as well. It's going back and forth between Louisville and Virginia, but 
that tackling. I thought this was a field goal game, but maybe I'm going to push that to three and a half and lay the points with Virginia. I like the over. I think Louisville's faster, but it, once again, can't tackle. Not not good. Not good. Not being able to tackle is a serious problem in football. In a game called football. Yes, it is. Yeah. Bad blocking, bad tackling. Lose games. Um, <laughs> the Louisville program motto. Got um, so Baylor, Texas Tech. Did we do that one? Yep. yep San Diego, yep. Hawaii, San Diego State. Uh, I like Hawaii here. I think you're finally getting value back with the Rainbows. Uh, I think they're much better than a. I think it's nine and a half now. Uh, I think the Hawaii has a chance to win outright, but I think it's a seven point win for San Diego State. Give me, give me the over fifty one and a half. Uh, I think everybody jumped on the under, going, "Oh, San Diego State defense." Uh, I think we maybe we're going to see enough points to get over the number. Give me over fifty-one and a half. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for another super chat. Wow, man, you guys are so generous. Seriously, email me. I'll send you a T-shirt. Chris, did you, Ron, did you give a pick here? No. Um, I'm going to take the, the Rainbow Warriors in Hawaii. I think uh, 10 points is too much, and uh, I think it'll be a close game. I lean to the over in this one as well, so I'll, but I'll take Hawaii as the better play. I'm, I'm on the under here at 51.5. I see it as being a 27-24 kind of game or something along that line. Regardless how you slice it, I don't see it getting over 51 and a half. So give me the under. I like Hawaii. Going to go with my uh, local team. Why not? The Bows. Certainly talented. And San Diego State. Always one of those teams that seems like people love to play. And they're normally in that late night spot. People like love to jump on San Diego State. And then they... Rarely live up to it. Purdue against Northwestern. Purdue uh, three-point favorites in this one. Or three-point dogs. This line moved from a pick'em. Brian? I think you're going to see a game break down like last night's Minnesota game where Iowa's laying the three, three and a half on the road. I think Northwestern uh, takes it to Purdue and uh, covers its number easily. Right. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. Uh, take Purdue. Uh, Purdue at home here. Time for uh, Purdue to get a win here. Uh, take Purdue plus the three and a half. I think this is going to be a great game between two undefeated teams so far. And um, I, I like the under. I think... Uh, going to be a tight defensive battle uh i would lean northwestern and the and land the points but i think the better play is on the under chris i'm gonna take purdue money line 
I just think, like the way Purdue's been playing, I know Pat Fitzgerald is going to coach the Wildcats up. They're going to be up for this game, but I just like Purdue at home. I think this game's closer to a coin flip, and I think Purdue ekes another win out at home. It's going to be Purdue on the money line. I like Northwestern in this one. I just like the quarterback play that they're getting, and I think that Jeff Brom hasn't shown that he can be a consistent winner. So I think we can see that he wins games and he get turn, you know, he can have a winning program and all kinds of stuff like that. But as far as a consistent winner, I've never seen it from him, so I don't know why we would see it from him now against a good, smart team. New Mexico against Nevada. New Mexico plays their home games in Vegas at Sam Boyd Stadium this year, so no home field advantage for the Lobos. But Nevada isn't like if you guys are familiar with a map. Um, Nevada, not exactly right around the corner from Vegas. Reno. Brian? Yeah, for me, Nevada here, I'm going to do a slight lean towards them. I know 17 is a lot of points, but I think they're a team that's still flying under the radar. I think they're going to go in there and take care of New Mexico rather easily. Give me Nevada. I'm not doing a pick on the Liberty game, but if any of you guys want to add that in as well. I don't do the, the ones where they play the FCS opponents on a regular card. But if anyone else wants to add that in that, that pick in on this one, feel free. Liberty, Western, Carolina. I don't have a pick. I did not do a video on it. I didn't do anything. I'd stay away from Liberty just because they came off that big upset win against uh, VTech. That's what uh, you said last week. I know. I was wrong. I got, I'm, a, I'm allowed to get them wrong. I just wouldn't. Those are typically the games, and they don't a, a team wouldn't cover. I felt the just pushback like, there, <laughs> a little put, a little pushy. Just stop like picking on Mitch, Brian. Stop picking on him. Never <laughs> <laughs> no one ever says that either. It's like stop picking on Mitch. Never. I got to agree here. Give me uh, Nevada. Lay the minus 17. And, uh, put no matter. No West Carolina Liberty. Anything? Ugh. Yeah, hard pass for me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll flip this coin. <laughs> How about getting our clock fixed? How about that? <laughs> I know you guys didn't think I was going to be able to do it, did you? Yeah. I know now it says a K for uh, 4.3 kicked people. It's a setting. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? It's a setting. We could have it the other way. It's a setting. I like it that way. It looks better. Yeah. Classy. <laughs> Classing the place up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about class, Ron Romanelli. Uh, I'm going to take the over here. Both teams average more than 470 yards per game. And New Mexico allows 441 yards per game. It's going to be a real high-scoring game. I know that the total's dropping a little bit, but I still like the over here. Chris, speaking about classier than a dog track, Chris Ruffalo. <laughs> My nickname. Um, I, I think Nevada's going to run all over New Mexico here. I think uh, Nevada team's legit. I just like I like their uh, I like their defense, and I don't like anything I've seen from New Mexico. So, give me Nevada here. Brian, oh no, me Nevada for me. 
I'm gonna, they're gonna kill him. Nevada's the real deal this year. Real deal. Florida against Arkansas. I've gone back and forth on this one. Brian? Mm, uh, for me, we're seeing the big betters come in here with the under, even though the money's around 50-50 on the under. I just think uh, uh, Arkansas got off to a good start, but I don't think they're as, uh, ready to compete with the likes of Florida yet. I think they keep them, keep them down in the scorebook, so I think it goes under the 60-and-a-half. Well, if you're, if you're a better, which I am, Arkansas is off to better than a good start. <laughs> That's for sure. 6-0 against the number for the Hogs coming in. Uh, you can tell the betters are all over them today. So I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just, you know, I'm not saying one way or another. <laughs> well, I know if, you, if you look at it, it looks exactly Boy. like the Eastern Michigan. It looks like the Eastern Michigan game earlier just, in the week where uh, – Everybody was all over uh, the same thing, and they and they they got they got the cover. But in this one, give me the over. Um, we're definitely going to see uh, this go over the number. Give me, give me the over. Ron, you're going to slap a little lipstick on this pig, or are you going the other way? <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to agree with Rod here, and I'm going to take the over. I think Florida will definitely get to 40 points, and um, Arkansas should be able to put some points up themselves. Uh, I like the over. I I love Arkansas in this one. This is the revenge game for Felipe Franks. And much as I like, you know, Kyle Trask and, and that Florida offense, I just I like what I've seen from Arkansas. Eight known their last eight games as a dog against the spread. You can cover numbers. And even with Sam Pittman out, I think this is a, still a well-coached Arkansas team. And I think they hang here. So give me Arkansas on the points. Who hates Mullen more, me or or Felipe? Oh, man. That's it's close. <laughs> it's got to be close. That's like 50.1 to 49.9. Yeah, like... definitely. There's going to be a ballot recount on that one. <laughs> you got uh, Tulsa versus SMU. The Golden Hurricane against the Ponies. Brian? Uh, I liked SMU a lot at the beginning of the week, and I, one of my good buddies likes SMU, kind of steered me away from him a little bit. But I'm going to stick to my guns and uh, play SMU on the money line or straight up or at a pick where it's close to a pick right now. I think SMU gets it done. They're the better team. Rod's wacky. Uh, give me the over here. Give me the over 64. Uh, both these teams to score. We're going we're gonna to see some points. Give me the over 64 here. Ron, how do you feel about getting booted from that upper deck seat that you had for just a moment there? I'm all right. You okay with it? Uh, yeah. All right. In this game, um, it's going to be a great one. I, I'm really excited to watch this one. But uh, i definitely stay away from it. But if you had to take one, I'd take the Pony Express and SMU. I just think that the better offense and Tulsa's going to put up a fight. It's going to be a close game for sure. But I'll, I'll lean SMU. Boy, Tulsa's one of those places, you see that one referee there, man, you know it's going to be a bad day, right? It's like, I stay away from this thing. Chris? Yeah, I think, isn't it Tulsa that usually gets the calls at home? Yeah, it's that know. same yeah. ref. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, so I, I got I to gotta take Tulsa at home here. I just think that they're going to get the call. I think SMU's going to commit a couple bad penalties, and that might be the difference here, so give me Tulsa. 
Washington State against Oregon. Someone said in the comments that I hate Oregon. I've never said anything remotely close that I hate Oregon. Mitch hearing that. Name. What's that, Brian? Mitch I took, doesn't like Notre Dame. I took like Oregon Brian. last week. Yeah, Notre Dame's in, in my in my in my Trinity of Death. Notre Dame, Florida, Ohio Here. State. We've clearly my friend Damien is looking to my friend Damien is looking to uh, argue with you about Notre Dame in Miami. Yeah, so he's a big Notre Dame guy. He's got his Notre Dame stuff everywhere. Uh, Fired. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> he had a good run. And until Harbaugh gets fired, can we throw Michigan in as like an honorable mention for the Trinity of Death? Did you guys pick the Michigan game or that's not? No, we haven't got to. No, I'm just we're going right down okay. the card. Here. No, no, I was just no, I was just saying that because I know we like talking about Harbaugh. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. I'm sorry. Uh for me, I like the Cougars here. If you can get them at ten and a half, I, I didn't like it at the, where it opened at eight. But I don't see Oregon like blowing the doors off the Cougars. Uh, name that I like to say because I like Cougars. So give me the Cougars plus ten and a half here. <laughs> if only they liked you back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm definitely going with the Cougars. Uh, give me give me the Washington Cougars. Uh, Rolovich changed that offense. Some nice balanced offense. Uh, and the Cougars can run the ball. Uh, I think they're going to be able to run the ball on Oregon. Um, their first game against the Beavers, they uh, averaged 7.6 yards a run. Um, and I think this game plays right into Washington's hands. Uh, Oregon Ducks, their first game, gave up quite a bit of rushing yards. And there's no reason why you don't take the Cougars. Ducks are 0 5, last five in Washington, and 1 in 10, ATS, last 11. Versus Washington. Love Washington here. Could take Washington plus a ten and a half. Yeah, I like Washington State here too. I, I think uh, Cougars keep it close. They have a, I think they have a chance to maybe pull off the upset. But uh, I'll take the points. Chris? No, that's fine. Give me, give me my own private island. I like Oregon here. I think Mario Cristobal's got these guys well coached. And, you know, the team's changed from year to year, so I'm not trying to read too much into the head-to-head trends, even though they've had a hard time at, in Pullman. I just think Oregon wins this game by two touchdowns. I'll lay the points on the, on the road with the Ducks here. I like Washington State here. Nick Rolovich, uh, <laughs> former Hawaii coach, did a real nice job here. So uh, why not? Um, got... UCF and Temple. UCF has Cincinnati on the card next week. I know Brian's always one of those big uh, look-ahead guys. Yep, I think it's a huge look-ahead game here for UCF. And uh, UCF has gotten me both ways. I've taken them and it got screwed. I've gone against them and got screwed. But and Temple, they 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 did a number on me last week. I said I was going to take him again. But uh, I'm going to back Temple again for 50 bucks just to make it interesting for me. I just think it's too many points. And this drop three from where it's open, public, making love to UCF, I don't see it. Give me Temple. I think that's way too many points. I think UCF is definitely going to get caught looking ahead. They they watched the Bearcats last night and uh, their, their fake punt and run it down their throat at the end. They're, uh, um, they're definitely looking ahead. They win this game, but not by that many. Temple, plus the 25 and a half. 
Ron? I'm going to take UCF here. I just think that Temple is has a real weak team this season, and I think UCF's just going to roll through them. Um, I don't like laying that many points, but I think they, they win by four touchdowns, so I'll take UCF. Chris? Yeah, I think Temple's quarterback's a little bit banged up coming into this one, and if he's anything less than 100%, I... I, I don't know if Temple will hold up here, but this is an absolute ton. Uh, UCF doesn't play defense. Give, give me, uh, give me, give me Temple in the points here. Uh, okay, I think I'm going to go Temple too. I've kind of gone back and forth on this one. I thought UCF maybe just run it up on them because they they are starting to find themselves. You know, UCF is certainly playing their better football. Like they had they, those two losses which are weird, right? But they're playing their best football right now. Uh, but that, I think the look ahead going to get them. Speaking about looking ahead, Michigan and Wisconsin, I'm looking ahead to this one. Um Chris or uh Brian Really? Yeah, I think the books are doing everything to try to get you to take a chance with Michigan. Now it's up to six and a half, seven in one spot. I just think Wisconsin's going to kick the crap out of them today. So I wish I would have got in a better number, but I, I'd still take Wisconsin. Rod? Yeah, I agree. I can't. I can't back with Michigan. Michigan's just a hot mess. Give me, give me uh, Wisconsin here. Win by two touchdowns. Yeah, I had this game circled, and uh, I, I like Wisconsin here. I think they're just going to uh, blow them out. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be close. I like Wisconsin. No, I agree. I, I don't think the, the, the time off is going to hurt Wisconsin here. Michigan's just been horrendous outside of that game against Minnesota to start the year. Uh, I think Harbaugh's seat gets turned up to – 10 on the heat meter here. So give me, give me Wisconsin way in the touch or laying six and a half. Yeah. Everyone knows how I feel about this one. Um, <laughs> I don't, if it's a fight, they would stop it. I have, I would go all the way up on the points as high as you, they'll let you lay up to, you know, I'd say I'm, I'm good at 20. Uh, I'm good at three touchdowns or so on this one. NC State against Florida State. Florida State Blackman transferred. He decided he's left the program. You know, he will be transferring. He did play in last week's game against Pitt. And I had Florida State in that one, so it was a bad day for me. Um, Florida State is just, I mean, this program, I can't remember Florida State being this bad in my, in like in my whole life. I just don't remember it. Um, I know when they got Bobby Bowden from West Virginia, um, you know, he kind of took the reins there and he was there for a very very long time and you know he was a winner and i i've just have never seen them this bad brian yeah florida state got taken apart by pitt at home and now they're going on the road nc state off two losses i mean they gave miami all they could handle i think nc state blows the roof off of florida state just pounds them into the ground so give me nc state i'll lay the points yeah, I agree. I mean, NC State, Florida is just, Florida State's just awful. Awful, awful. Ron? I'm sorry, I'm yeah, doing customer service while I'm doing the show. It's like, I'm only, we're 
just this is what life is. <laughs> and so I don't have chance. To, I can't, you know, just always. got to get you an assistant. Yeah, we, well, I mean, I, I've needed one for, for quite some time. But, you know, I do the best that we can, you know. That's what we got. Um, I think people appreciate it that I handle these personally, you know. I think people appreciate that. I, I do need an assistant, and I think that other people could help with some of this stuff. But I think other stuff people appreciate it that I that I take it pers- that I do it personally. I think that's what makes us different from everybody else is that I am involved. I am on the show every day. I am on all the videos that we do except for the drive-through stuff, right? I'm on everything, and it's like, and I'm involved. I'm not just some guy that like comes and walks and like, oh, I'm so busy. I got so much to do. When I get up at eleven thirty a.m., you know, it's like you know, I'm involved. I like it that way. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this, so I might as well do it on my own terms. I'm not going to apologize for it. Who's up? Um, I'm going to take uh, NC State here. Back-to-back tough losses. That last one against Miami was really a tough pill to swallow. And uh, I think they just take out their frustrations on a, a bad Florida State team. So I'll take NC State. So here, here, here's what a selfish asshole looks like. This guy sends me an email with his picks. Look, he bets a dollar <laughs> a game, right? Look he sends me this, game. like, in the oh, middle man. of the show on a Saturday. Like, I, like, I care. Like, I'm going to even look at this, right? It's like, what, hey, what we do, do is we, my picks? what we do. Yeah. Here's my picks. Like, why do I care? He's betting a dollar a game, right? It's like, like I care what his, like, you know, basically it's one of those like office pool things, right? I mean, look how many picks there are there. I mean, I, I, I don't understand it. I mean, we got a Facebook group. I don't want to be in Facebook because my grandma's on there. I don't care. I don't care about, you know, that you block her, right? It's that easy. Block your grandma. In order to see your antics. <laughs> I like I like cougars. Now I'm gonna get the now I'm gonna get the hate mail. Mitch said to block my grandma. We <laughs> posted it like in all the Facebook groups all over the place. It's like, yeah, Mitch said block my grandma. <laughs> like he's gonna send you a picture of his grandma. How do you want me to block this face? <laughs> what does he want you to tell you if you like his twenty picks? <laughs> Which ones you don't like? We should get we should get block your grandma shirts. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me NC State here. Florida State defense is terrible. So give me S- NC State. Suck. They suck. <laughs> Ole Miss against South Carolina. I, I don't. I don't get this one. I mean, is there like a bunch of South Carolina guys out or something that I missed? I mean, I didn't bet this one, but I. I, I mean, I don't know what's going on here. I think there's way too much taken in for how bad South Carolina's looked the last two weeks here. I just no, no, is... no, no. There's an injury list a mile long here for South Carolina. A lot of undisclosed. That generally means uh, COVID. COVID yeah, I see it. Yeah, doesn't matter. It, I mean, almost can't tackle anybody, right? Roman yeah, up the middle the, for seven. I think the over is the best bet here. There's they've uh, South Carolina's given up about a hundred points last two weeks, and I think Ole Miss gives up a ton of points, so I'm going to go with the over. Rod, 
Yeah, I agree. We're going to get a pile of points. I like the over. And I'm going to lead to uh, Ole Miss. Win by two touchdowns. Hmm. Ron? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Ole Miss here. I think they, uh, they're going to run up the score. The, the injury list, you said, is pretty high, and that's not a good sign after the team lost 48-3 uh, to to Texas A&M so, at home. So I'll, I'll take uh, Ole Miss. World needs ditch diggers too. Chris? <laughs> oh god i don't know if i can follow that if i take old miss now but uh, i gotta take the rebels here I, I haven't seen anything from south carolina suggest they can hang here and i think there might be a quarterback switch and this isn't the spot that i want to see them do it so give me give me old miss Anyone that's ever heard me talk about college football for the last 14 years online, 15 years, however long I've been doing it, I say the same thing over and over and over again. I am a broken record. I will not bet money on teams that can't tackle. (laughs) (laughs) Ole Miss. They don't even pretend. I mean, Louisville, Ole Miss, I watched those two teams play in a bowl game. They'll have to have it like, you know, how the Hawaii Bowl always seems to go on all night, you know? It'll be like, that will be the this one. Louisville, Ole Miss, like the two worst tackling teams, like, you know, in history. And Virginia Tech, right? It's like, oh, my God, you know? It's like, Bud Foster must just be, like, just beside himself watching that Virginia Tech defense. Washington against, oh, well, San Jose State, UNLV. SJSU, UNLV. Spartans seem to have found something here, man. Going for four and O. Oh. Brian. Taking pot shots at the Hokies. Uh, and this one, UNLV. Uh, the C-A-N-E-S Canes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, UNLV running Rebs got me last week. They kind of blew up Kates. at the end. San Jose State off to a great 3-0 and start. But I think you see a letdown here. UNLV. Take the points. I think it's a 14-point game. <laughs> and uh, I think I think somebody's going to... Well, I'm not going <laughs> Brian's like, I'm not going to get rattled here. <laughs> Uh-oh. You guys got folded over. Mitch is in trouble. <laughs> I'm just checking the, what the current line is on Virginia Tech. See if it's gotten better than one. I'm seeing two across the board now. It makes me feel a little better. Rod, I, I think that's too many points here. Uh, Giving you an LV plus the points. I think San Jose State wins this game, but not by that many. They win by uh, seven to ten. Someone's always got to go three and zero against the spread. No and three against the spread. Ron, what do you think? Yep, that's exactly what I was going to mention. 0-3 against the spread, 3-0. and Going to take UNLV to get their first win against the spread, but not their first win of the season. So I'll take uh, UNLV plus the points. They lose by about 10. I just like being difficult. Give me San Jose State laying the points. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I got to say that. I can't, I can't I, I hate saying this, but it's like these guys are all idiots except for Ruffalo. I think San Jose State easy. I mean, UNLV is terrible. I mean, do you guys not have a TV set? Is that what's they going on here? I mean, that guy threw two interceptions. One Brian, like, lost his TV set on the Jets or something. You know, it's like. I mean, have you seen UNLV play this season? I've seen him. I saw the whole second half of last week's game. It's like, 
should have covered that game last week. UNLV offense, 113th ranked in the country. 110th in passing and 111th in average points per game. And their defense, 119th in takeaways. Ouch. (laughs) Ouch, ouch, ouch. (laughs) That's how you lose a lot of games and not cover anything. (laughs) It's just like that. San Jose State, 39th ranked overall defense. 11th in the country in points against. Just over two touchdowns per game. And, oh, man. They don't turn the ball over. They just don't turn the... They haven't turned the ball over this season. San Jose State Uh, hasn't turned the ball over. They haven't turned the ball over. You got to put it in... Where's Starkle injury situation? Didn't matter. Uh, Didn't matter against a better team than this. Didn't matter. Against better than this on the road. This is definitely a game I'm not running to bet, but yeah, I'm, I'm running, running to bet. bet. I'm running. To, matter of fact, I'm going to come on live for this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit oh, there for the whole game with you guys. I'll be sleeping in this one. That's why. Uh, be, I cut UNLV. Oh, we're pre- I like UNLV today. I think it'll be 530. My wife will be like, let's have pizza. <laughs> uh, it's like... <laughs> You could ask my wife, like, any day of the week, like, hey, what do you want for dinner? Let's have pizza. It's like, it's, it's, very, it's always a simple solution. Do you have any good pizza places there, or are you stuck oh, in a frozen? I, ma- I make my own pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the only way to go. Yeah. I lived in Kentucky, so man. If you, when you live in Kentucky, you know what you do? You order a book on how to make pizza, and you get, like, one of those California pizza books, and it's, like, all the different crusts and pizzas and everything I can I like going to an Italian place. That's good for making pizza. Yeah. That's a good pizza. story, Brian. I thought I was, I was waiting for the for the you know. I can. I, 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 felt, I, I felt can, some I building there, the but I'm not really <laughs> no, sure. I'd like Rod to make me some duck. I could go for a nice. Uh, it didn't really. Duck. It, it, he didn't really take me home there. You know, it was like he's building, building, building. I like to go to the Italian place and get pizza. And then it's kind of oh, like yeah, we're building, pizza, we're building, we're getting somewhere, and then all of a sudden it's just he just swept the rug right out from under me. There was no, there was no like you know. <laughs> it's like I gotta find myself a nice nonna to make me pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs cougars when you can have a nonna? I can teach you the press, and I can teach you how to flip the dough in the air. I can be the guy. I do the whole thing. The whole thing. Washington. Well, I, had to. I worked. Worked in an open kitchen. You have to put on a show. Wait a minute. Was Everybody that your was that your was that your dance move or your or your pizza or is it, or is it one and the same? Making the pizza. Making the, making pizza. the pizza. I used to do. Uh, I used to have a headset too, so I was singing karaoke and making pizza in this bar. <laughs> like the ceiling can hold. <laughs> <laughs> Show's getting bad. <laughs> Washington against Oregon State. Brian, last one on the board here before parlay time. I'd love to take Beavers because I like Beavers, but in this game, I think the they're moving this line a little bit, taking away from Washington. And I, I think the Huskies and the big betters get it done here. Take Washington in a blowout fashion. Rod. Nope. 
Uh, give me the Beavers. I think that's too many points. Uh, minus 14 and a half now. Uh, no, give me, give me the Beavers. It's uh, the plus 14 and a half. Washington probably wins this game by a touchdown. Beavers did not look good at home in Corvallis last week, Ron. Yep, no, they did not. And that's why I'm on Washington here. I think they cover the spread and uh, get a 17 to 21 point victory. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm with Rod here. I'm I'm on I'm on Oregon State here. I'm yeah. with Rod. I, I'm I'm making the pizzas in public. <laughs> it's okay. We're making pizza. We'll be making dough today. Making the pizza. Um, making the pizza. <laughs> putting away um, the laundry. Picking in the basket. Putting. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think. Oregon State's got a solid quarterback in Tristan Gabbia, and that's more than we can say for, for Washington. They had a ton of question marks at quarterback, new coaching staff, haven't had a game to shake off the rust. I like, uh, I like Oregon State here. Beavers and Cougars. Oh, no, you like Ducks. I like Beavers and Cougars today. We have, we have a black handicapper, Tony Brown, and if you're interested in becoming a handicapper on our site, we don't care about how many units you're up because they're non-verified unless you're in our Facebook group, so we don't know that you're up 20 units. I, I get emails from people that throw their tickets on the ground all the time, you know? But it's like, I mean, how many... I can't tell you how many times people say, oh, I'm up all these units, I'm this great of a picker and everything like that. Then we start documenting their actual picks, and all of a sudden, it's like it's it's not quite there anymore. How many people do you see starting the Facebook group? They put their record right when they start putting their picks, and they might even have a winning day. And then all of a sudden, it's like it just stops all they the time. Appear. But if you're interested Where in joining our team, we have a join our team thing on the bottom of the website. You can contact me that way. We don't do our interviews on our live shows um, through chat, but um, yeah, if you're interested in joining our team, we're always looking for talented handicappers, white, black. Whatever you are. Doesn't really matter. Women. Anything but, you know, children. No children, no racist, no religious people. I guess you could be religious as long as you don't bring it with you. I was going to say, why can't you be religious? You can be religious. But I meant like, you know, like uh, <laughs> someone's going to push it oh, on okay. other people. What do you call those, Ron? Ron's our, Ron's our, sp- our smart person. Um, I'm not sure. Missionary. I think it's called an asshole. I think the term is asshole. <laughs> the term, it's like Alex Trebek is like, it could be, it's like, well, check with the judge. We're really looking for asshole here. That's what we're looking for. It's like the next guy buzzed in. What is an asshole? <laughs> I'm sorry you buzzed in too late. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Alex Trebek definitely will be missed. He will be missed. Um, anyways, brings us to our parlay portion of the show. I'm on Washington here. Um, bring us to our parlay portion of the show. Uh, Chris Ruffalo. Where are you going with this one? Alright, I'm going to go four-team money line, round robin. Uh, Nebraska money line, Colorado money line, Purdue money line, and Southern Miss money line. I like kind of, do the, wait, Nebraska, no. Purdue, Southern Miss, Colorado. Colorado. I, I like three of those pieces. 
the the uh, if the four leg parlay pays out plus fifty three hundred. Yeah, it's gonna pay zero because I think I don't think uh, <laughs> one of the I think one of those is just a dead loser. Well, that's uh, why I said that's why I said round robin because at least you'll yeah. get paid out for the three. Yeah. There's one of them I particularly don't like. Well, fill me in. <laughs> Purdue, Brian. Okay. And that's and that and the thing is that's the one that probably adds the least value value to your parlay. No, it's it's uh, right here. I got Nebraska adding the least value, plus one hundred eight. Well, that's because you're in late to the party. True. Speaking about late to the party, Rod, what do you guys care? Uh, my three. I'm going to go with uh, SMU money line, Nebraska money line, and Southern Miss money line. All right, those up. Nice, nice win in parlay. And we'll add one more here. And we'll go with uh, the UFC one I gave out yesterday on the drive through Still good for tonight's UFC. Is that what that is? When you sent me that picture, I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. That's UFC. Yeah, right. my money line UFC birdcage for tonight's UFC. Nice. Ron, what do you like? <clears throat> okay, I got three uh, three money line dogs. We're gonna go Southern Mississippi, Nebraska, and Michigan State on the money line. Sounds sort of like Ruffalo's, but you switched out Michigan State for Nebraska for uh, Purdue, and uh, I forget what his other one was already. It was a kind of a Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. You say Kala, I say Rada, Kala, Rada. Brian, <laughs> Michigan State, Michigan State plus the points. Uh, North Carolina minus the points, and Virginia minus the points. Three game parlay. But guys, don't sleep on Virginia. If I could just give you one free pick, bet Virginia, bet them big, they get it done. Wake Forest for me. Utah State. Wake Forest. Utah State, Michigan State. Take it to the bank. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. It was a fun show, even without Ann and with Ron. Still good. Still a good show. Even with Ron. And maybe we'll keep Ron and get rid of Ruffalo or something. Ruffalo's already got his own show. How's that drive through gig going for you? I haven't been watching. Not bad. Not bad? Like it Not over better. there? Like, I like it here too, though. I notice. I noticed you get cleaned up for that show. Like in the morning. I get cleaned uh, up for this show. Not, not as not as cleaned up as you are for that one. You see how Still cleaned up Joe much. was yesterday? All white. Man, he was looking good yesterday. No, we could have Post Jeter day. back. We could actually, you know, we could we we should get Jeter back in here. Any UFC tonight? Anything in this UFC? Anyone? Yeah, right here. UFC. When Rod does his, I'm going to make the pizza. <laughs> I got to get one of those signs. I know what my sign's going to say. Jets <laughs> Angels Parlay. <laughs> <laughs> two bucks. Uh, two bucks. Not for real. 
Oh, uh, no. Tell you what, there's one play in the NFL tomorrow just screams sharp. Anything but Berea. <laughs> okay, it will be Berea. <laughs> Not Berea, please, no. Okay, it will be Berea then. <laughs> and yes, it will be Berea. <laughs> it's like it's like those those European guys like in Sweden, you know. It's like they think they're like oh, super smart, you know. It's like No, not Berea. Yes. We will do it and it will be Berea. <laughs> it's like damn. <laughs> So like they get up in the the type of people. It's like they're in like the full white suit, like Mister Cool, you know. Step out of like the rented car and like right onto the garden rake that hits him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> anything else? Any other comments? Anyone else got anything to say? Well, thirteen minutes till kickoff. Huge game at 12 noon. Me and yeah, so Tiger someone here is sending me um, a thing, but it's like you need to do a super chat. It's like we'll send you a shirt, but. So I don't remember this one. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Have a great day. Enjoy your college football Saturday. Maybe I'll come back on later on. Um, yeah, maybe I, one o'clock. Nah. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll come in right in the middle of college football Saturday and not talk, <laughs> and not talk about the games that are on. Sounds like a good, good plan. Sounds like what my audience wants. But thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. Of course, we'll try and act more professional tomorrow, except for Ron, because he won't be here. Have a great day.